You're listening to Dramas Over Flowers. This is an episode of The Spoiled Yak with Anissa and Boroma. Hi, I'm Anissa. Boroma and I recently finished watching the webtoon-adapted high school drama True Beauty, starring Moon Ga-young, Chao Nu, and Hwang In-yuk. We sat down for a great discussion with YouTuber Hello Rai, who shared her thoughts on the drama and how it compares to the webtoon. We dove into heroine Joo Kyung's personal journey, the drama's treatment of beauty standards, the main romance, our many feelings about the second lead, and the missteps we felt it took with best friend Sujin. This podcast would not be possible without the generous support of our beloved Patreon patrons. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. You can find our page at patreon.com slash dramasoverflowers. Hi, I'm Anissa. And I'm Parma. And today we have a spark yak for you on True Beauty. And we are also welcoming a guest on this episode. Meet Rai. Rai, say hi. Hello, everyone. Thank you for inviting me. It's our pleasure. <laughs> uh, so Rai reviews Asian dramas on her YouTube channel. Hello, Rai. And I came across a video she did uh, before True Beauty started airing. And in that, she shared her thoughts on the webtoon uh, that the drama was adapted from and her expectations from the upcoming drama. So now that True Beauty has finished airing, we all have our thoughts. We wanted to invite Rai and find out what her opinion is on the adaptation at this point. <laughs> so Rai, was it yeah. better than the webtoon? Was different completely what are your thoughts okay so first of all um let me be clear about one thing this drama is not a you know dedicated adaptation it is not a dedicated adaptation and there were a lot of things which were changed i did not expect that and obviously since the webtoon is still ongoing um they had to wrap it up like they had to rush and wrap it up quickly so a lot of things did not make sense for me as a webtoon reader and i believe that a lot of other webtoon readers were complaining as well because they were not satisfied with how this drama turned out to be if i look at this drama and treat it as an original source material i can say that this drama did a fairly good job so that's what my thoughts are my initial thoughts about it okay and <laughs> a follow up question to that so you said that the drama left a few threads unexplained that the webtoon uh, readers caught so could you give us an example of one of the threads that the drama didn't like explore uh first of all this drama started off following the plot of the webtoon i mean it was like everything was like on point like jukyeon getting bullied and then she switched over to another school and then she made all met all these people and then she fell in love with these two guys and first of all uh, they did a whole lot of uh, changes when it comes to these characters and their personalities first of all sojun was not a second male lead and uh, that's like quite a shock for me because the way in the drama he was treated as a second male lead and he was like sidelined he did not get the girl and everything that was quite disappointing and another thing is that uh, you know this drama is like focused on how this is a love triangle and everything in the webtoon it's quite different like she goes on to explore herself and then discover her true beauty her inner beauty what she actually wants from her life all of that is covered in like later parts of the webtoon but they did not do that in the drama they kind of rushed off towards the end so that's what mm. happened it's interesting what you say about her personal journey because like i have not read the webtoon i've only watched your video which was really informative um so i really appreciated your video but Thank i you. found that the I found that the personal journey of her like, you know, um going through the bullying and then sort of learning to stand up for herself and like her friendships and even the little bit that we get at the end of her career which is not a lot, but I found that to be the most compelling part of the drama, like her journey, you know, towards self-confidence. Um so I I am kind of sad that they didn't explore that more. Although I was pretty happy with what they did up until episode 14, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> Actually, they did try to show that Yash is going to like uh, pursue her career. She's not going to focus too much uh, about her relationship status and 
you know the issues around her she's going to focus on herself and they touched upon that topic but they didn't do justice to it i mean i kind of dropped off uh, the webtoon i couldn't take it anymore it has been running for like 3 <laughs> years now almost wow years. Wow. And webtoons keep going on and on and on. You never know when they're going to end or when they're going to introduce another season. And this um, webtoon happens to be a reason the the app, the webtoon app, it got popular overseas. I mean, oh. people were not really interested into reading manhwa and stuff. You can see all these manga fans, anime fans, but webtoon is something which got popular recently. It has been around, mm. but it got popular recently and True Beauty is one of the reasons. So they just decided to like um ride the fame wave and then continue it and then they keep and they kept going. It doesn't make sense anymore. The story does not make sense anymore and they still keep going because people are loving it and they're getting, you know, money out of it. They're commercializing it. That's what is going on with the web. Okay, so this this makes a lot of sense. um and it this this helps make sense of something that i recently discovered which was that webtoon has a youtube channel and they did this uh, author video of the author of true beauty uh, uh youngwi youngwi and youngwi has it, she's basically pitched as uh, the heroine of true beauty it, this is basically supposed to be her autobiographical uh, story journey and it it was very interesting to watch that um video because she is anisa i don't know if, have you have you watched that video have you have you seen the author okay just google her image it's um you should you should open her instagram instead that's like the best advice i can give you just open her instagram and you can see the resemblance between her and jukyo <laughs> yeah <laughs> looking it up right now is it y a o n o n g i okay even the details of her face like everything ah. is on point she drew herself she literally drew herself you're so right oh my goodness <laughs> okay so very interesting thank you for that <laughs> this is like an author insert on like a very like interesting level <laughs> but also i i i found it very um again interesting i don't know what other word to use how she was depicted in the video as of like she the here is a real life heroine <laughs> look at how hard working she is and how gorgeous she is and how slim she is and just look at her and be in awe that seemed to be and i i'm not i'm not dissing her ability to write a story it's that is completely separate that's fantastic i quite enjoyed i think the first i don't know how i i think i read about the first years worth of um of true beauty uh, and this was a couple of years back so th- it make it now makes sense why everything is a bit vague in my head because i haven't read it in a few years but um and i quite enjoyed her drawing style i enjoyed the exchanges it's just that it got really repetitive after a while and i got bored and i stopped reading but um i find it very uh notable that webtoon decided to make her the ambassador of their app and it makes sense um after what rai said it all makes sense okay so yeah there are like a few webtoons which uh, really dedicated a lot in the popularity of uh, the webtoon app specifically for international audiences they bought in all these english translations or fi- official english translations to be exact because um you know earlier times in earlier times there were um people like you and me they were just taking up projects and doing fan translations all these cancellation groups they were like taking up the project and they were doing all these non-profit uh, translations but then webtoons introduced that uh, official english translation the licensing and everything and then everything got popular and all these webtoons are getting k drama adaptations lately you can see that yeah we've, like we've, we've noticed <laughs> we've noticed yeah. that this is a lot like how uh, drama fever and uh, wiki kind of uh, legitimized subbing and just helped make dramas more accessible so yeah, yeah. for international audience specifically absolutely because yes. they're like oh yeah they are the international audience are actually reading our stuff like they're not only reading manga and everything they're reading our webtoons so yeah let's do it Absolutely. that's probably what they were thinking okay so coming back to the drama i found mungayang's um initial casting i wasn't sure about it because i've only seen mungayang be very you know like 
come across very strong um and like almost it's very just just she's not somebody whom you in my head you could ever depict as insecure so i wasn't sure how she was going to do portray this character but i ended up finding ju kyung very entertaining and very convincing and she i in my opinion she wrote that fine balance where um she wasn't too stupid to live but she was just a, a believable level of naive for uh, you know a teenager and she also had moments like i found her relationship with her mom um j- just it, it that really hit my heart especially the first half where she in, in like she never told her mom exactly what was going on but whenever she tried to her mom kind of dismissed her because it never occurred to her mom that she might be going through really hard stuff and the repeated dismissal by her mom and given that her mom's personality was very aggressive to begin with just made it really hard because on the one hand Ju Kyung was this you know she has this little she starts crying like a baby because her feelings are hurt but on the other hand it's a very legitimate hurt because your mom doesn't believe you when you're saying that things are hard so it's like a classic asian family it's a classic, classic asian family <laughs> <laughs> we experienced it i mean if you come from an average asian family living in india or you know in any part of like southeast asia or something i don't know about other countries but since i'm an indian so I know I can speak from my experience I have experienced this like so many times like you you are ha- already having a bad day and then you like arrive home and you like I'm going to talk it out with my parents and stuff but you realize that no one is going to actually understand what you are going through they're going to like uh, not believe you or they're just going to dismiss you it happens so yeah that part really did hit me when um she comes back home she's already having a bad day and then her mom uh, tears off her application or something which she had from that makeup academy yeah and yeah. um her mom also hit uh, juk young i yeah. think and uh, she is like i'm not going to deal with this and she runs upstairs and locks herself in her room i felt that yeah it is um it's also like you it's not totally unsympathetic to the mom because the mom doesn't actually know what's happening and so to her she's just like you should be studying why are you so obsessed with makeup <laughs> and like you kind of get that like if it was your daughter and you just saw from the outside that she spends all of her time you know dressing up and looking pretty and not really focusing on school you would be concerned so you it doesn't make the mom into a total monster although she does say a lot of really horrible things um to Juk Young about her appearance. Exactly. That that is what hit me hardest. Actually her mother has another complex. That is uh, her mom already runs a beauty parlor in the mm. drama and she does not want her daughter to end up like she feels like this is a dead end career she's not going to make a living out of it she's not going to be you know um someone who can meddle with the high society people. That's the exact reason actually she is opposed to uh, all these makeup career thing that Ju Kyung is trying to pursue that's why yeah. she's like really mad and then when she drags her to that uh, plastic surgeon i think in one of those episodes and she uh, finally accepts the fact that yeah doing makeup it's a talent it, it's a power she has and then uh, she's like i don't want my daughter to go through you know all these horrible um plastic surgery stuff her makeup skills are way better and i'm going to let her pursue that career and she also buys her that makeup kit and everything yeah and then yeah. she becomes really supportive i like her. i think they did a really good job yeah of redeeming ahead, her Mama. yeah i i liked her redemption arc a lot it's just that her redemption arc had more value because in the initial episodes it was so hard <laughs> to watch jukyo interact with Cringy her mom as well it's yeah but also the the very first things that you know happened in the drama is jukyoung considered committing suicide and she left that voice note to her mom and her first thought after she you know stepped back from that was oh my god i left my mom that uh voice mean what if she heard it and then she runs home thinking that she's hurt her mom's feelings and her mom was dealing with a completely different crisis she never <laughs> even found out that her daughter was going through that but to imagine that her daughter was going through something so brutal that she thought of committing suicide went up to the top of a building and then to come back to parents who have no clue that there's something bad going on in your life it's just that is just so hard and i really felt that thank god for suho saving life <laughs> yeah 
So, <laughs> so speaking of sumo saving her, um, I wanted to. Uh, this is Boromas' question, actually, but I think it's a really great question. Of um, a lot, there were a few characters that implied that Jugyang's confidence had been boosted by dating Suho and being friends with Sojun. And while the drama convincingly shows us that her journey in the drama wasn't that shallow, but does it undermine that message when everybody around her is always being like, oh, because you're dating Suho, like you're cool now or because Sojun likes you, you're pretty, whatever, like that kind of, especially in the second half of the drama. I, I like yeah, in, in the drama, yeah. Okay, continue. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Just, I'll, I'll uh, add a scene to this because it popped up in my head um, this morning. It's a... Uh, do you guys remember that video game scene where Suho is playing video game with his friends at home, like towards mm. the end? And on the other side of the city, Ju Kyung is having this battle <laughs> with her old uh, with the bullies. Ne- yeah, and yeah. nemesis. And there is this one point, and it's a very cool uh, cinematographic trick, but the message was so. Uh, okay, so what ends up happening is Suho is basically controlling Ju Kyung's character and every kick she's landing is because he is an exceptionally good video game player. She's doing like these high kicks and it's because he's playing it really well. And before he took the controller, while his friend was playing the game, uh, the character was lo- is losing and parallelly Ju Kyung was losing the fight. Do, do you guys, I, Am I th- overthinking this? Because that really... Uh, <laughs> I didn't quite like uh, uh, I wasn't focused on that scene that much I was like just enjoying the fight her landing punches on her and you know paying back the bullies I was like that was such an entertaining scene and I was like so invested in her I wasn't overthinking or I wasn't thinking you know at that point I mean yeah. it, it was such a fun sequence so, I'm yeah, sure the, you can be right the Your drama probably didn't right. <laughs> the drama probably didn't intend it but i thought that was a uh, that was and maybe an unintentional underscoring of how much uh, power uh, dating the popular good looking boy in the school gives a girl who, who was being booed at like a day <laughs> before because everybody found out she put makeup uh, on her face it's uh, the transformation yeah. was drastic. <laughs> At the time, it didn't register to me that clearly. But now that you're saying it, um, that does kind of bother me. And I don't know. I feel like it's the drama was trying to sort of ride this line of showing that that's realistically what would happen. Like, it does give you a lot of cachet if you're dating the most popular boy at school. Like, that's just reality, right? Like, teenagers are shallow. I mean, most human beings we are, are shallow. shallow. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, sorry, teenagers didn't mean to throw you under the bus. Um, but at the same time, it's trying to be critical of it. And I feel like sometimes it falls too far over into just like reinforcing it by trying to show it realistically, especially because this isn't a realistic drama to begin with. So yeah, I don't know. I I do feel sympathy for like, how would you portray it? But that was kind of an unnecessary, like they didn't need to do that. Like, I feel like they were like, oh, this looks cool. Let's do it this way. (laughs) But they didn't think through the implications that that would Since we were also talking about Suho, did you guys notice that one time he was like really controlling and being overly jealous? I kind of hated Suho at that point. Just one time? He did that more than once. No, no, there was uh, like a whole episode. When it was like uh, they made it official and then she was uh, even breathing. Even if she was like breathing beside Sojun, he's like, <sighs> why are you doing that? You should stop breathing. He's, he's such a controlling maniac at that point. Like, yeah. what are you doing, Suho? This is not who you are. This is not what you're supposed to do. But yeah, I guess that's how his character got written in that drama. Yeah, that that, that was an unfortunate phase uh, of his character because Cha, you know, he doesn't do the stomping boyfriend very well. He just seemed very awkward <laughs> throughout those scenes. But what I loved was how Seojun was telling Ju Kyung that why are you tolerating this behavior? This is bullshit behavior from your boyfriend. <laughs> and I was like, yay, best second male lead ever. <laughs> Yeah, Until. well, you know what? When the casting was announced, I kind of knew it. Like, I kind of knew it that they are probably going to cast him. It was not even official. There was like another actor. Who is it? I kind of forgot his name. He was in Entourage. That uh, I did not watch that. Version. Version. Was it um, um, So Kang Jun? Yeah, So Kang Jun. Oh. I think he was also rumored to uh, play the role of Suho. But I kind of knew they were going to give it to Chao Hu. There is no one else. There is no one else in this category uh, who fits the criteria of the goody two-shoot boy. 
<laughs> who's like a top one of the class. I heard that Yaung Yi also modeled the character after him. Is that correct? Or yeah, is that actually, she, actually, she followed um, uh, a lot of the a lot of description uh, about Suho. Suho's description. It was based on Jin, BTS Jin, and God Seven's JV uh, for Soju. Ah, okay. He's a fan of JB and she follows uh, him on social media as well. And she, the, all the um, piercings he has, Sojun, it's the exact number of piercings JB has. I think I heard that somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't counted it. But she's like, a, uh, she's really a dedicated fan of uh, JB. So wait, is this webtoon like a real person fanfic? <laughs> I think it is, dude. <laughs> it can be. It can be because she is a K-pop fan. It's not. Uh, uh, like out of ordinary do not base it off wow from uh you no, know no shade on that by the way like live your best <laughs> life but i'm just i'm just very entertained yeah, by that just idea. like for jukyung uh, jisoo from uh, blackpink she was supposed to play the role everyone was like rooting for her but she did not get the role oh. so that was another disappointment for the fandom as well Oh, yeah. interesting. But I, I think specifically. Oh, but I, I think this was a good uh, choice of casting for Joo Kyung. I, I really, really like Moon Ga Young. I didn't expect her to do so well. <laughs> she I did an amazing job. I know Moon Ga Young from EXO Next Door. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I am pretty sure you've heard about it. <laughs> We've heard about it, but no, I haven't watched yeah. it. I, it's yeah, it's just pending. Yeah, we're not really is... K-pop fans, so we don't really watch. We we're not, not that like familiar any, with that stuff. I'm not a hardcore K-pop fan. I'm a casual fan who listens and supports all the artists. That's who I am. I don't have time to get deep into the fandom and fandom culture. Same. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it will take too much time, and I cannot take the stress like streaming and buying albums, supporting them. Yeah, I do want to support them. But that's pretty much it. I can only <laughs> listen to their songs and hit the like button, and that's all. Yeah, same here. Those likes matter, man. <laughs> mm. Okay, all right. So, Anisa, what's the next point that we wanted to cover? So, we wanted to talk about. I think one of the main sort of plot points in this drama was the suicide of um, Seyun. Seyun yeah. and the falling out between Sojun and. Uh, Suho and then their reconciliation did you guys find that convincing did you find their grief convincing did you find the whole plot set up that it made sense was it better in the webtoon I'm curious about that too yeah what happened in the uh, webtoon I'd have no memory of this entire setup right honestly yeah uh, <laughs> I'm vibing with you right here because the webtoon got so messy at one point like it was like dragging on and on I kind of forgot all the important details <laughs> but I do remember one thing <laughs> That, uh, yeah, they do reconcile after the accident part. And in the webtoon, Suho was, was the only one who got involved in that accident. Ah. And then uh, Sojun had to leave his ego back in his room and then go and help out his friend, amend their broken friendship and take care of him. That's what happened. Oh, now, in that I, case. I love, but I love how the drama like twisted yeah. this whole thing out. This. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> that was so good. I love that they but were man, put trapped in the room. Forgive. I'm not going to forgive the producers for that. You know, flying shot. He was hovering <laughs> for what two minutes straight. <laughs> it was so absurd. I was like, no. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> the gravity is not going to work from him or what. I, I mean, I do think that it's very, like, manhwa-esque. Like, the, the aesthetics of the drama are very webtoon, you know? So, like, I don't feel like this is happening in the real world because... Yeah, the the filter, there is, a, like, a filter on it. Like, very aesthetic-looking yeah. filter. Everything is pink and uh, soft. I don't know how to describe <laughs> and it. And also, there's so many details about, like, their high school where, uh, you know, they're wearing uniforms, but, like, they show up in all these random variations that would never be allowed in real school. <laughs> you know, so it's like... And then there's the whole thing with, like, the dumplings where What's they suddenly the turn into, like... What's uniform? <laughs> A giant dragon. Yeah, so I, I'm not, like, really expecting that much realism. Um, so it kind I, of feels I that like one fine. of those Karan Johar movies. And <laughs> I think you guys know all the Karan Johar oh, yeah. high school movies and stuff. It's, like, so not natural. It kind of feels like that. Yes. Yeah. Similar energy. <laughs> yep. Totally. And you had... Um, Okay, so the whole Suho and uh, sorry Suho and Sojourn misunderstanding. Um, I have I have a question. I just 
I find it so this is what usually happens in romance in K dramas right like there is a misunderstanding that is not cleared up for ages mm-hmm. that would have been solved with just one conversation and they did that with the Suho Shojun friendship that is it, they needed one conversation to sort everything out <laughs> but instead they just yep. dragged on the misunderstanding for like i don't know 12 episodes of the and drama. their misunderstanding was like more intense than the misunderstanding that happened between Suho and <laughs> Like, totally. Yeah, misunderstanding is like it keeps happening in K dramas. It's a constant. It, yeah, I'm a lot more forgiving of these types of miscommunications and misunderstandings when they happen in high school dramas, just because like yeah, none of us knew how to communicate effectively when we were 17. Let's be real, like it's hard. You know, like mm-hmm. you have a lot of hormones going on, you have a lot of emotions. Everything seems like the end of the world. So I'm okay. Like when the people in the drama are like 40 years old and they still can't have a conversation with each other, then I'm like, okay, this is. I'm not. I'm not with this. <laughs> yeah. So I was okay with that. <laughs> also, we got all those scenes of like Suho pulling down Sojun's pants so he can go to the bathroom. Suho yeah, having to put his clothes on. Sojun feeding Suho. I loved Suho. it so much. Yeah, I'm gonna appreciate the drama for doing that at least because all those all these elements were missing in the webtoon. Yeah. I mean, the I whole romance part was so wholesome. <laughs> Oh, it, it, was. it was so great. It was great. And also, I really liked that they took a moment to ensure that we knew that Suho and Sojun were choosing not to get separate rooms. Like, <laughs> once they were stuck in the same room, Suho's dad came in and were like, do you want separate rooms? They were like, no. And then I think somebody else came and <laughs> offered a separate room. Yeah, and they were like, nah, we'll just stay here. And yeah, just help each other. And even when they could have called the nurse to help them, they were trying to help each other while gruffly pretending <laughs> As if they totally didn't want to. <laughs> I mean, you should see like... Twitter right now. Like um, after that episode, Twitter literally exploded. I was like, I cannot believe like uh, Suho and Sojun hashtag was like trending. It was like trending in India. Wow, that never happens. Wow. Like you know, That's like K drama hashtags related and all these stuff. It do not trend in India. Yeah, yeah. K pop hashtags trend in India, but they're like Suho hashtag hashtag um, Suho Sojun. Suho X Sojun. It was trending in India. Wow. <laughs> wow. And everyone had like one point where everyone was like agreeing and they said, why is Yukyong even in this story? This story could be just about these two guys and their friendship and their falling out and their reconciliation. Aww. I mean, yeah. They can make their own fan fiction, <laughs> which I'm sure somebody has definitely made by now. <laughs> There are hundreds of fan fiction right now. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> I have no doubt. Ha, huh. okay. So that takes us to Sojun, which I I I so loved his character. And and listen, yes, he didn't get the main lead and we all hate that his heart got broken and my god, those eyes, those killer damn he's, eyes. He's a breakout star of the year, like best that. best of the best. Yes. He just yes. performed his heart out man and his character was written so nicely and whenever so if you go uh, and try searching for uh, the true beauty drama right now almost the first top searches that come out is about this particular actor uh, what's his name yeah so clearly not being the main lead did not harm him at all <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've watched the clip of him coming out of his bedroom in the leopard print boxers dancing oh and then God. like seeing Jugyeong and then like his embarrassment. That scene is going to go down in history of K-drama. I'm not, not kidding. Like it is, is one of epic. the most iconic scenes that I have seen in K-drama land. Uh, like, Agreed. Yeah. It's perfect including that scream he does into his pillow a second later. <laughs> I mean when Also he, like Yeah, go, go ahead. Continue. No, actually, when um, the casting was announced, like everyone was like, "Who's this guy?" Uh, most of them do not know him, and mo- and the ones who know him, uh, they know him from uh, I think he was in which drama? Eighteen uh, again. No, there was another drama where he played an ad- assassin. Uh, which oh one no, it? I don't know that one. Hold on, I'll just look it up. Give me a second. Yeah, it, it's like his recent uh, one, recent Tale drama. of Noctu. Yeah, yeah, that one. That's where he got like. Um, Oh, that I was him! Recognize. Oh my god, I didn't even recognize yeah. him. I watched it just for still of no. Yeah, I, I kind of like oh. the guy. That's who he is. He was also in Ayu's persona. 
Oh, oh, I first saw him in 18 again, where he was really, really good. But yeah, also, yeah. he's like a sad puppy who doesn't get the girl. Once again, the so. second male lead not getting the girl. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he's going to star with Ji Chang Wook uh, in an upcoming drama. So I hope he gets the girl this time. I hope he is happy. <laughs> he gets a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. I did actually really like his like his whole character and I was okay with him not getting the girl because he I mean she never actually showed any romantic interest in him mm. the whole way through so it made sense from a story point of view that she would end up with so- Suho and that she would never really be like you know wa- like wavering or like you know yeah by it wasn't, Sojun's feelings it wasn't really a until we got that time skip which can we talk about that now yes. or, or I, I think, think, I think it's time, time oh my god Okay, first of all, that that entire reunion thing, that was so Reply series. That was deliberately Reply 1997. What was that? <laughs> the hint that, hey, her boyfriend might have switched by this time. We don't know who she's with now. <laughs> uh, I hated it when Reply 97 <laughs> did it, and that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually really happy with where we were before that time skip and I would have been completely satisfied if the drama had just ended there. The 14th episode ending, right? That was the perfect ending point. Why did we have two more episodes? Why? Before two years later. (laughs) Like, just take that epilogue out and then... (laughs) This drama land mandatory separation between the OTP couple. Um, So, in this particular case, was that canon? Because if I remember correctly, Suho's character at some point does leave uh, Korea in the webtoon. Or am I imagining it? Yes, he does. Actually, this is what happens. Suho and... uh, I I think you've you've read until that point, like, Suho and Jukyung, they were not, like, officially dating, dating. Like, Mm. that's... Yeah, that that was not... That never happened while I was reading. Yeah. Yeah, they had, like, feelings. They had a friendship between them. But that's pretty much it. But after Suho left for, like, Japan, um, and then he came back two years later. And uh, during that time, I don't know what... I I really do not remember what exactly went down with Sojun and Jukyung. But they were together. And he's ah. like, okay, I'm going to leave them in peace. I'm not going to get between them. If she's happy with Sojun, I'm not going to break them up or anything. I'm not going to pay, play the bad guy. Totally just moves not away. this Suho's character at all. <laughs> this and, Suho and Suho, uh, <laughs> You know that uh, in, in the drama, you see that uh, one scene where Sojun is hug- hugging Jukyung. Yeah. And Suho watches them from a distance. And he's just staring and staring and staring. Oh. And Sojun is not letting go. I think that's the scene um, they took from the webtoon. Uh. I think so. I'm not confident about it. But yeah, after that, Joo Kyung starts dating Sojun officially. And then so, and in recent chapters, uh, as far as I know, uh, Joo Kyung had to break up with Sojun. Because Sojun has, you know, signed up in that entertainment company. He's going to become an idol. And he cannot date. There is a dating ban and stuff. Uh. Going, and you know that. <laughs> and he had to break up with her. And she's like, yeah, you know what? Uh, Go on with your life. We can be friends and we can hang out at times, but we cannot continue this relationship. And you go on about with your career. I'm going to go on with my makeup career. And that's pretty much it. That's where the story is going. And then there is also this one stalker girl in the webtoon. I don't know where this plot is going right now, but (laughs) thankfully they wrapped it up in the drama or it would have been like 60 episodes or something by now. Oh my God. They cannot even wrap this up in 60 episodes. Oh my God. So, okay, is it possible that in the webtoon, Suho's also endgame? Because they kind of seem to be doing the same thing in the drama. Even though Sojourn and Joo Kyung didn't date, I think that two-year period was supposed to be the, you know, the drama giving the second lead a chance to develop something. If, you know, with Suho I out of the way. I what they did with it. Yeah, yeah, totally. I hated, I hated what it too. They did with it. Like, but see, dramas you know, do the... this often, right? Like recently with Startup, they did exactly the same thing. Yeah, and, and the drama is trying to like give us hints like, oh, um, the second male lead might have a chance with the girl. But I know it's not going to happen. It never happens in also, K-drama. he never confesses until the main lead comes back. <laughs> and that is the moment he chooses to confess. <laughs> yeah, like two years, these two were broken up. He had Man, so many chances. They were together. Like you see that montage of him. He like brings her a cake on her birthday. He like hangs out like he's... He's been there the whole time. He's been he's kind of Why been now? the boyfriend who's not the boyfriend the whole time. It's sad. Yeah. Those two episodes made me dislike Suho. They made me dislike uh. 
I just disliked the writing. Like yeah. I know it's not going to happen. I kind of like accepted it that no, Sojun is not going to get the girl. So why do we have to like go through all of that? Like, right. all, like all why are you episodes? making us watch him be tortured? Also, I I did not enjoy watching Suho stalk Joo Kyung. The girl needed space, man. She was mad at you. Stop stalking her. That was so. This was might so look. Uh, yeah, these are the things which might look really fancy in K drama, but it is not cute. It is not okay when you like yeah. uh, look at look at it from a real life perspective. Perspective. And at least earlier, when Suho was being really aggressive and possessive, um, the drama kind of calls him out and is like, "This is wrong. Stop doing it." Yeah. But in the last two episodes. It's just fine. It's like hero behavior. No, it's not hero behavior. Stop. Ah. Even Joo Kyung actually stood up when he said, "You got to leave the job because I do not like uh, you working with Sojun." And she's like, "No, I'm not going to leave the job. What are you going to do if I don't leave the job?" And yeah. he just yeah. went like, oh, "Are you like trying to do something?" Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I actually really something. like that scene because that made it feel like a real relationship. Because you you don't do that. You don't ask your partner to like. You, you don't hold an ultimatum over their head like that, right? So Jukong, like the ultimate jealous boyfriend. Yeah. So Jukong's reaction was like top notch. That was the perfect reaction to have. Yeah, I I applauded her at that point. I, yes. I think I was okay with like initially. I th- there was that middle stretch of uh, episodes where I was like, Chai, you know, I really like you, boy. Why why is your character this badly written? But then towards the, um, I think around between like once he and Sojun kind of make up and they have that stretch of I think four episodes from ten to fourteen. He's actually mm-hmm. really well written at that point. He has to emote a lot. They so resolve that whole uh, friend situation with his father and all of those things. And as Anisa pointed out, and then they do episode fifteen and episode sixteen. <laughs> the most unnecessary it part. Was so of this rushed, drama. so rushed. I think they should have added a few more episodes. You know to conclude this drama properly. And, right, uh, two yeah, more sh- episodes. We are trying to reduce this drama by two episodes. No, uh, they should have taken that unnecessary ending out of the way. Uh-huh. That was like not, not, not required, not need, not needed at all. And yeah, they should have like followed a bit of the web too. I guess they went <laughs> too much with the original material at that point. And I you guess mean that, that like more about well. her. Do you mean like more about her career and all of that yes, kind of yes. stuff? That should have that would been, have been nice under see. the radar a bit more. But <laughs> that they would kind have of been touched, fun. lightly touched over that subject and they just completely forgot about it then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they could have done that even in 16 episodes. Instead of having this like out of left field Sojun confession and a, a random filler, breakup. A filler moments and filler episodes. I think that was not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love the sister and the teacher, but that whole wedding plotline was so unnecessary. Like, what? Her head gets stuck in the table, and then she's, like, walking down the aisle with the and also bars around her neck. It was a comic neck. relief, and that's all. A comic relief. Yeah. yeah. I actually quite like their uh, weirdly and deliberately inverse relationship, where all the tropes of the, you know, the, the female lead and the tropes of the male lead are kind of switched between the two of them. So she keeps speaking the male lead dialogues and he keeps speaking the female lead dialogues. She's, the, she's the dominant no, one I mean, in the relationship. Yeah. Actually. It was a great relationship. I think their romance was better than the, the main yeah, romance. I, I, but I just mean like the ending wedding no, 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 was no, kind of... wedding it was, was total fluff. fluff. Yeah. yeah, but I liked their... And because the actors who were cast in this, they just made it work really well. It didn't feel like a farcical sort of like side comic relief. It it felt like oh yeah these are actual people falling in love with each other and this is what they find attractive in each other I I liked it it was good <laughs> that I yeah it was more realistic compared to the main couple that's mm-hmm. the point yeah <laughs> actually in many ways okay I have yeah. I I just want to uh, talk about another uh, of our characters here which is uh, Sujina <laughs> Sujin yeah. Um, <laughs> guys, I liked her so this much in the first debate. half. What? What? what uh, Anisa talks about. Anisa, uh, Anisa, do you want to give your take? Because I really like your points on this. Sure. Yeah, I talked about this on our yak, like our non-spoiler yak. But basically, they they had a chance. You know, like her, their friendship was so cool for the first. I don't know, like nine, ten episodes. Yeah. And then, like, if they wanted to set up this conflict of Sujin also likes Suho and she's finally getting the courage to, like, 
admit those feelings to herself. And then, like, Joo Kyung finds out, like, they could have done that without Sujin knowing that Joo Kyung and Suho are dating and then, like, deliberately manipulating the situation. Like, she could have just not known and been like, I really like Suho. And then Joo Kyung would have had the same conflict. Yeah. Um, and then she could have reached a breaking point when she found out that they were dating and still revealed her secret in that horrible way. But then it would have been, like, a moment of weakness and a moment of, like, Everything that's building up for her, you know, at home with her dad and her like abusive situation with her family. And then it would have just been like, oh, I made a really big mistake and we can rebuild our friendship. But then instead it was like this really horrible long term like gaslighting situation where you're not like if that happened in real life, you wouldn't want to be friends with that person anymore, no matter how much you love. You would never trust them again. Right. It's no. Yeah. So they just ruined her character. And also kind of like make me. Makes me doubt all these people around me. Like, am I supposed to trust them? They can turn on me anytime. Like, yeah, trust issues. Uh, you can get trust issues after watching these characters. And it, it just, they did the flip too abruptly. Sujin was too cool yeah, a character. Right. She she was totally girl crush material. And then suddenly you made her into this evil second lead woman. I, I, oh man, that was just I so think especially because better if they followed the webtoon thing because in the webtoon she was never like uh, close friends with Yukya. She was never mm. um, too attached to her. She was never uh, like in the best friend category. She was never like that. And then that Whereas transition, here, that transition would have been more acceptable and understandable and smooth. But in the mm. show, they just like made her uh, seem like the best friend ever. And then they flipped her over. The character got flipped yeah, over. Like, and suddenly she's, she's in love with She's the only Sue. one. Right. And she's the only one who actually knows out of her friends. She's the only one who actually knows her secret and is like protecting her. And like Joo Kyung also knows about how her father treats her. Like she's the only one who knows about that. And then to go from that to this weird like... Yeah. I'm going to be lying to your face and being a fake friend for like weeks. Like, like low-key I psychotic, I can say that. Yeah, so She strange. doesn't love Suho. That's pretty much it. Oh, no, She's no, like she doesn't. She's like doing this thing for, <laughs> like, uh, she doesn't have that kind of attachment or anything. She just, uh, like, Suho is like a candy. She wants to buy it. And then yeah. she's going to, like, decide whether or not I'm going to eat it or not. She just wants it. She I, doesn't I think, know why she yeah. wants it, but she just wants him. She did for some, a, for some she reason. Did, she, I don't know explained it pretty well herself I think when they were having that coffee shop uh, apology chat uh, towards the end and she's like I had always been taught that I needed to win and in this particular case I just thought that I had to win Suho and somebody else couldn't come and take him away and that was super toxic <laughs> I need to get away because from my dad to figure that out drama, yes I get that, that um, uh, we, we can we can uh, we can yeah, and- but but the show doesn't actually do a good enough job of sort of like giving this character arc a gradation. Like her turns were too abrupt and we didn't actually have a sympathetic understanding of how her brain uh, worked in that phase. She just suddenly mm-hmm. seemed to turn into this psychotic person. <laughs> yeah, like a yep. totally different person. Yeah. And uh, she throughout her life, she's trying to win against Suho. She's like, she doesn't know why. Like her father tells her to win. Her father tells her to like score um, the top ranks in class, and that's why she's doing it. She doesn't have like her own. Um, what do you say? Ambition. She doesn't want that. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't want mm. to compete against Suho. She doesn't want to be like uh, in top of the class or anything like that. But she has to do it, and I think that's what was working inside her head. That's kind of uh, like uh, wrecked of her brain or something at one point. <laughs> And then she felt like, oh, I'm going to win at this as well. Like, I keep losing from Suho, but I'm not going to lose Suho. Yeah. And that too from Jukya. I don't know if I'm making enough sense or not. I'm like no, no, I, I, to- I, yeah, I totally. I- no, absolutely. And that's definitely what they were trying to do, but I don't think they pulled it off. Yeah, um, me neither. I think, so I they, think did not pull it off, they did not pull it off smoothly enough. That's yeah. what it is. It the just- transition was like so, <laughs> it was shocking for me. I think they did it to really have like a proper shock moment for the audience because, hey, how can her best friend do this? But uh, because you you didn't establish her character having even a hint of affection for Suho in that sense in the first yeah, what, 10 episodes. Yeah, it would have made sense <laughs> if he was like, uh, you know... Um, if even she had if it's like a one sided crush like, or anything. Exactly. If she had always had a crush on Suho, but. She got she, that whole hint during that camping trip or something they went to. 
and then uh, their friend Sua. She's yeah. like, oh, you guys have been friends for like ten years. You guys should date. You're gonna look amazing as a couple. Which, my God, she like, should be like a ma- matchmaking auntie. <laughs> she she yeah, just <laughs> she is a matchmaking auntie. <laughs> then a bulb went off inside her head or something. I don't know. And right after that, she's like uh, looking at Suga like, yeah, we can be great couples, even though I don't have any feelings for him. <laughs> but we're gonna look great together. And I don't want to lose Suho to Jukyung. Like yeah. this girl who yeah. does not look good enough. She's not uh, better than me or anything. I'm not going to lose Suho to her. Like that's the biggest complex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so <laughs> it's a shame also because um the actress who played her did a really good job. Yeah. Um and it wasn't anything to do with her performance. She was amazing. I also want to give a shout out. I wanted to do this while we were still talking about the older sister and the teacher, but the actress who plays the older sister mm-hmm. Imsami yeah. I loved her she I thought her performance was amazing uh, this was a nice comeback from uh, when the weather is fine <laughs> when my god yeah, she was really hateful in that she was terrible and she got hated by the audience so much <laughs> she was like something bo- boa or something and oh my god just boyong, boyong. and oh god <laughs> that whole uh yeah so i was so glad to see her here again and she was super super enjoyable and i like that she had a, a slight like workplace uh situation like struggle thing going on in the background too that i it's just they really did a nice job of fleshing out some of these background characters and then with some of these other characters they decided hey we are tired today we'll just stop writing <laughs> another thing about her character that i really appreciated as like a much older sister with a much younger sister yeah um uh, i that relationship it's not very much like my sis- relationship with my sister but like it touched me because i was like oh that dynamic i can relate to that <laughs> dynamic it was sweet like they're kind of um like those older sister kind of tells her off at times but then like they're also just like really close yeah. and they depend on each other and yeah <laughs> so oh uh a word for her brother uh who who is my uh, god a prat of a brother <laughs> Young. yeah um i very realistic yeah. brother character <laughs> <laughs> just that <laughs> my god <laughs> i've had you did a great job i don't have uh, uh like siblings of my own but i have cousins and i remember having male cousins yeah that that was a very realistic portrayal <laughs> and this actor kim ingi he hasn't done anything else i think this is his only oh, it might this be is his, his first role, role. wow yeah so that's pretty impressive he did a good job the cast was actually really great overall mm-hmm. nice <laughs> nicely done man yeah and also i really like that he got totally rejected by his crush and that was great until she was suddenly like okay we can date now but okay that's <laughs> minor drama stuff <laughs> that's like towards the last episode yeah like, towards the, the last extreme, episode. yeah yeah last episode yeah very, they didn't very much even so. like focus on them enough like they treated them as like the appropriate side characters that's true um i just want to note before we move on from this that um so especially with suho's character Uh, and also the general theme of this particular drama it reminded it reminded all of us a lot of uh, gangnam beauty right and there was just so much similarity in how suho's character was even his backstory somewhat like the you know troubled relationship with his father the absent slash dead mother it's just that whole thing where he's living alone <laughs> or you know moving out of his house it's um Also his general you know just general portrayal of this particular character there's so many similarities and again you know with the Sujin actress uh, Park Yuna she portrayed a somewhat similarly cool character before she turned evil um in uh, Gangnam Beauty to another and I kept thinking that the creators of this drama totally took like heavy um I don't know inspiration it, yeah inspiration that's the word influence <laughs> <laughs> inspiration from uh, Gangnam Beauty cause and it also shows in the aesthetics just watch one drama after the other and you see the similarities in the as you said the, the sort of like the aesthetic filter situation the pinkness of everything <laughs> the pale blue like, uh, palette a very <laughs> typical rom-com a very typical K-drama rom-com scenario like the filter even speaks for itself Yeah, that that is always that dra- dramas sort of like uh, separate out their dreamy own categories vibe, by the aesthetics. Soft, dreamy vibe aesthetics. Yeah, yeah. The filters tell you right away: is this a thriller? Mm-hmm. Is it a crime drama? Is it a rom com? Is it a mellow? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think search www did a really smart thing with its filters by like using them differently for different scenes. And the lens flares. Smart. <laughs> there were lens yeah. flares. <laughs> yes. Slow-mo, slow-mo. All the slow-mos as well. Yeah. Yes. They, yeah, yeah slow, that was falling in slow pretty. motion and flying in slow motion, getting hit by a car in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> I won't forget that scene. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of points where you feel like you're looking at a, a comic book frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they kind of slow things down enough where it just kind of freezes and you're look you like you're feeling like you're looking at a webtoon um uh panel. So yeah. I thought that was well done. That was well done. So should we go into our favorite moments or scenes before we wrap up? Yes, absolutely. Rai, okay. you're our guest. You want to go first? <laughs> okay, my favorite moments. Uh, first of all, um, uh, I might not have said it al- earlier, but I'm not a huge fan of rom-com. So this is officially my first time watching a rom-com, like finishing it. Wow. wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I decided to watch it because I... I have read it. I read the webtoon and I wanted to enjoy it. And yeah, this be, in this beginning of the drama, it was kind of cringy, kind of like uh yeah, as you said, it was hard to sit through it. But then episode 10, I think it was episode 9 or 10 after the accident and the whole hospital scenario with uh, Sojun and Suho and them bonding and them uh bending their friendship, those were my favorite moments. I just really loved how they um, just talked to each other and just cleared out every other misunderstanding and they're like good to go once again <laughs> those are my favorites okay um okay my favorite would basically just be aside from of course everything you do with sojun except episode 15 where he did the totally unnecessary confession by the way that whole argument that you need to confess to get over your uh crush um, no dramas get rejected it. and then like just yeah you know it was it was perfect when he took her out for dokboki and he was like i need some dating advice and he basically confessed to her without confessing and she gave him advice and then it was done and i was like that was a perfect ending for them nothing else needs to happen and then the drama just yeah ruined ruined it didn't do that <laughs> yeah Um exactly so I hated that I wish episode 15 didn't exist I if I ever rewatch this I'm totally skipping episode 15 and jumping straight to 16 where Sojun gets his like well deserved chance at being an idol um but aside from all of that angst stuff I really enjoyed everything to do with Sojun every single frame I also really just loved how I I loved Moonga Moonga here I just She made Jukyung so much fun to watch. Her struggles were fun, her heartache, her discovery of makeup, her um the way she it, and what she was doing was kind of sad, but the way they filmed it was so funny. The way she was looking at herself in the mirror and kind of got shocked at how quote unquote ugly her face was without makeup and then slowly how she got you know how she started appreciating her own face and yeah that moment in in the in the plastic surgeon's office where her mom was like what you want to change her nose but her nose is so cute you want to change her cheeks but why they're so round there's nothing wrong with my daughter's face i mean <laughs> her mom really needed to do more of that like say that with conviction more that hey there's nothing wrong with our daughter's face instead of telling her for ages that hey you're my ugliest child <laughs> but uh, i really loved that moment but also i think um the other thing i really liked watching here is every time okay so that initial period where suho was basically a second bully in jukyong's life and suho didn't seem to realize what he was doing was bullying but then jukyong stands up to him and tells him that how are you different from my previous bullies i loved that and i really i found that the organic shift from his interest in her to actual feelings to be very convincing because of that scene what is my dog doing why is it sitting on where pa 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 okay my uh, <laughs> it's being super weird um the because of that scene sorry okay so that, those are all my favorites <laughs> I think you guys have mostly said most of the things that I I also agree about the hospital scenes those were great. Um I loved every minute that Sojun was on the screen apart from the last two episodes where I just was like why are you torturing me? <laughs> um I loved that scene as well where he has that realization for Emma about the fact that he's been doing exactly the same thing and he feels so bad. Yeah. 
um, just the development of their relationship, honestly. I really enjoyed the fact that we don't only get swoony romantic moments with Jukyung only when she's pretty got her makeup yeah. on. Yeah. Quote unquote pretty. Like there are a lot of times where both Suho and Sojun are like looking at her like totally over the moon for her and she's got her bare face yeah. and they don't care. And I really liked that. You know, like the drama didn't do that gross thing where, you know, like because some shows say that they're commenting on unfair beauty standards, but really they're just reinforcing it by like just telling you with camera angles and with you know unconscious cues that they also agree that the the woman only looks good when she's got her like makeover face on and this dharma didn't do that and i really appreciated that um i loved all the extraordinary you cameos (laughs) although like poor roan he's like the only one who didn't show up here so we never invited to this party that's so sad no they just talked about him (laughs) but like we had um you know the oh my gosh what's her name kim heyoon yeah and then we had E.J. Oak in the theater. And then we had, um, oh gosh, I can't remember his name. Oh, Jung Gunju, who plays the basketball, the baseball player who falls in love with yeah. her. Um, and then in the end, we get uh, the male lead from uh, like from the drama within the drama yeah. from Extraordinary You. I can't remember his name now, but he, like, she mistakes him for Suho. So that was like really fun. Oh, wait, I liked that. Oh, wait, that was a great callback. What, I knew I knew his face, but I couldn't place it. That's that was the camera. That was him. Oh. Yeah, that's why he was like my girlfriend likes strawberries because uh, the girl in there also liked strawberries. Remember, yeah. he used to like get her strawberry milk. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for so noting that. So honestly, I would have totally missed it otherwise. <laughs> okay. Um, um. Yeah, I think that's that's it. Oh, and the the leopard print boxer scene, of course. We already <laughs> talked about that, but that universe deserves another shout out. I'm pretty sure exactly. everybody out there would be like, yes, okie dokie. That's just national yeah, anthem song now. kind of blew up as well. Like, yeah, people were listening to that song and now it has like gained a couple more million views <laughs> yeah. because of that and I just scene. Wanna, speaking of which, I just want to give a shout out to the humor in this because um, like you said, Rai, episodes one and two were rough. I was like, I don't know if I want to keep watching this. And I actually started watching it again when Borama was like, I'm doing a spoiled yak. I was like, ooh, I'm going to watch this now. Um, and she was like, it's good. Like the bat, like the sort of whiny part is over. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get back into this. And I actually really enjoyed the humor, which I wasn't expecting to. Because yeah. in the beginning, I was like, oh, this is kind of oh, I guess, juvenile. Uh, and- I-, I think we missed out talking about that one scene where they were like um, uh, making the dumplings. And right before that, they slid down the stairs. <laughs> the dumplings? scene yeah every scene where they go to her house <laughs> and then Suho gets humiliated they're like aggressively competing against each other to win the favor of the family by making dumplings that, that was like the most intense dumpling making I've seen in my life that was amazing so, that was great. but the perfect perfect ending to that whole thing was them clipping each other's nails and saying I love you <laughs> <laughs> and then when they leave their yes. homes they're like cringing really hard yeah, like, like both, both Suho and Sojin were like, "Can we erase this from our memory?" How and they're like, uh, like running away in opposite directions. That was perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, I miss those toys. <laughs> okay, I think we did a good job of spoiling this yak. <laughs> okay, do we miss anything? Do you guys want to talk about anything else, or should we wrap up now? I think I'm good. Um, Rai, is there anything else you'd like to talk no, about before I wrap up? Like, I think we have covered everything that we wanted to talk about. Okay, perfect. In that case, guys, this is where we wrap up. But before we do, Rai, could you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And my handle is HelloXRai. So let's stay connected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out her videos. They're amazing. They are. They're really yeah. fun. Okay. Thank you so much for inviting. (laughs) Oh, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. We had so much fun. It has been so much fun. Yeah. (laughs) It has. And thank you so much for bringing your knowledge of the webtoon because we really needed that context here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I don't have enough knowledge, but regarding this, I have just enough. You you have amazing amount of knowledge. You've been reading this for three years. You're amazing. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Oh, I'm curious before we go. You mentioned that you don't like to watch rom-coms. So what's your favorite genre? I'm curious. Uh, it's, uh, I like horror, psychological thriller, and uh, I don't know which genre it falls in exactly, but uh, Kingdom. 
season one and two. That's like Zombie? my favorite K drama. That's like yeah, that's okay. like my favorite K drama I have seen. Wow, that makes sense. I actually. binged it within like uh, like under uh, two days. It took me two days to finish two seasons. But yeah, it <laughs> was a whim to watch zombies. <laughs> it really yeah, isn't it that was scary. It's like such an amazing uh, take on zombies. By the way, yeah. I've never seen something like that. I haven't either. That was like the best zombie movie I'd ever watched, the and I'd watched a lot of zombie twist. movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which it, we're saying uh, because we also, wanted to watch. <laughs> yeah, that story made me uh, like start K drama reviews as well because oh, I think that was ah, my first K drama review, and oh, I don't know how it performed because it has been like a year ago or something, and it released in twenty nineteen. Yeah. So I did. I was like way too late for the, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's all good. You I mean we get to these things when we get to them? So yeah, it's it's all good. <laughs> okay, guys. All right. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, you can find Dramas Over Flowers on uh, Twitter at Dramas Overflow. You can find me Parma at Festa Faster, and you can find me on Twitter at Anisa Khalifa underscore, and you can find us on Instagram at Dramas Over Flowers underscore. And you can find us on Facebook. Just look up Dramas Over Flowers or you can come read our blog at dramasoverflowers.net. You can also email us at dramasoverflowers at gmail.com. And Dramas Over Flowers is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more amazing podcasts to listen to at frolic.media slash podcast. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening. And that's it. Bye. 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 Bye.